Welcome to Inside the Economy with SHNJ. Presented by Larry Howes of Sharky, Howes, and Jaber. Learn more about Sharky, Howes, and Jaber at shwj.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Welcome to Inside the Economy at Sharky, Howes, and Jaber. I'm Larry Howes, and let's get started with uh, some numbers. I always start these presentations off with a boring sheet of numbers. I understand that. These are up here for their trend. There's about six months worth of data in each one of these areas. And when you look at them, uh, it's really the trend that counts. Trend in interest rates, trend in inflation, even the price of oil. So the latest update on the far right-hand side is just a little piece of the data. Uh, Manufacturing is picking up mostly in Europe, Italy, Spain, even Ireland are picking up. Their numbers are improving, their manufacturing and consumer spending is, is picking up. I think a lot of the drama about the political what and what may not happen in Europe is over. The discussions in France are over. Germany's picking up as well as France. Some of you will probably see some positions in your portfolios start to increase in Europe. The United States is also doing well. Consumer spending is keeping a pace, nothing dramatic. Uh, non-store sales, online retail, electronics, appliances, sporting goods, hobby stuff is all up. Retail store stuff, general merchandise, furniture, home furnishings, apparel, all down. Some of that's box store trending, which we know is declining. The rest of it is just buying more and more stuff online. Here's some numbers on, and I want to talk about the consumer. The most important part of the U.S. economy, by the way, is the consumer. There has been some trend since the Great Recession in 2009 for consumers spending to recover, and it has recovered. These numbers are basically the percentage increases in total debt and the ability for the consumer to pay. Now, we have talked in previous broadcasts that the consumer's debt load and their ability to pay is is very low, meaning it's very easy for them to pay their debts. The primary debt out there right now is still mortgages. Credit card debt is down. School loans are up there, but it's still not a significant number. The consumer is handling their debt problems very well. Total debt, and this is total debt, the blue being mortgages down at the bottom, and the kind of orange, everything else, the little thin thing on the top is basically student loans. It is a big number. It's $13 trillion total consumer debt, including mortgages. It's higher than it's ever been. It's higher than it was in 2006. But it just turns out to be much easier to pay, not nearly the burden on people's income or disposable income. And this is how everything looks for delinquencies. The bankruptcies and the delinquencies of 2006, 7, 8, 9 are over. We're getting back down to historical norms, running about 4% serious delinquencies. Uh, It's a positive sign for consumer spending going forward as this recovery continues. 
The other side, and the reason that the Federal Reserve keeps making noises about raising interest rates, and they're going to meet again here in June to decide what they're going to do, is this. This is CPI, core CPI. Uh, the Federal Reserve, I'd like to have that number stay around 2%. It struggles to stay at 2 It's a busy job to stay at 2 There are very few inflationary forces in the economy. Uh, wages are just moving along. There's no energy inflation. There's certainly no inflation in gasoline, a lot of places. And there's certainly no wage or interest rate push in the cost of loans. Uh, the reason the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates is twofold, but primarily the fact that they're going to control inflation, and it'll be easy to control. Here's the other side of uh, what's going on in the U.S. on the manufacturing side. It is picking up. And this is not a decrease in globalization. This is not anything that might have been part of the last political campaign. This is basic increase in output in your basic U.S. manufacturing facility. Uh, not Mexico, not China, nowhere else, just in the U.S. And they are putting more stuff out the door. They aren't necessarily hiring more people, but they are putting more stuff out because consumers are buying it. Uh, had a big issue a couple weeks ago in our last presentation about, well, population and working population and how important immigration is. Positive immigration in the U.S. is very important. The orange part of this graph right here is basically the net international migration we've had for the last 25, 30 years. Uh, we are a nation of immigrants. We need to be a nation of immigrants. The green is how the, quote, native population, known as natural growth, are basically not replacing themselves. Birth rates are down in the U.S. Well, they're down globally, down significantly in Japan, down noticeably in China. Uh, in the U.S., they're also down. So net migration to replace some of the unskilled labor and also, amazingly enough, like we saw a couple of weeks ago, uh, math and science definitely needs net migration. Very important. Uh, I put this in here for some people who really like this technical stuff. This is from bank credit analysts, and it's, uh, I know, mind-numbing. This is the S&P 500 on the top of the 40-week moving average. Are we in areas of what people refer to as speculation in the stock market? Uh, kind of, but we have great earnings coming around again. There's not so much that there's so much froth, if you don't mind me using that term in the stock market. There really is a reasonable reaction to great earnings. High speculation? Maybe. Could the market do a 10 or 15 percent correction and not impact anyone? Yes, easily. And the spreads on between the 10 and the 2-year, I don't want to get into the technicalities of that right now, aren't very dramatic. In fact, they're recovering just fine. There's not a lot of worry about what's going to happen in the stock market. If there would be a, a correction, it would come back in a hurry. It's more buying opportunity. Finally, here is really the essence of why things are going well in Europe. Their manufacturing and their business climate has improved. This is their calculations. 
and that was progress on the Brexit, as well as fewer people wanting to take the Eurozone apart. Politically, that's probably becoming uh, less important. So that's where we are right now. The conclusions, I think, for you are the stock market is a little high. It's still a good place to be, the S&P 500. There is nothing looming on the horizon that would suggest there's a huge correction that won't recover quickly. And interest rates are going to creep up, but they've had no impact on the economy so far. When the Fed stops is when the stock market might uh, react unpleasantly or when mortgage rates would continue to climb. But they're in the process right now. There's nothing in the future that's going to suggest they're going to stop in the near future. Certainly not in 2017. So we have economic uh, okay, not doldrums, and certainly no reason to be worried. So join the next broadcast in a couple of weeks, and thanks for joining us.